We're live. Blast off. Alright. You got it. Yeah? Okay. So today we're with Rocky Castro. How you doing, man? Hi, I'm Rocky. So yeah. Rocky. <laughs> uh, we've been looking forward to having you on for quite some time, but um, basically just go ahead and tell everybody who you are and you know, why we want you on here. Uh, well, my name's Rocky. I am um, 33 years old. I am a, I'm physically disabled. Um, I've been born this way, well, born this way it's all my life, 33 years of my life, been in a wheelchair. Um, oh, hold on, all 33 years? All 33. Because you still look like a babe with a oh, beard. You're so sweet. <laughs> yeah, threw me off with a beard. Really? Yeah, I'm going to say, dude, you look old. Thanks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you look like a 33-month-old. That's what he's trying to say. Oh, okay. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Anyway, go ahead. Um, Tell your story. Well, what is it you're, I mean, I just, that's my story, born and raised, uh, same area, uh, lived with a disability, um, I'm not sure what you're, um, I'm, well, well, what kind of disability are you Okay, uh, well, to be honest, that's the thing, I don't really know still, we, I'm still not yet fully diagnosed, um, I was originally diagnosed with arthrogryposis, which is a form of a muscle and joint disorder, um, so for the, I would have to say until I was about 17, 18 years old, I was told that I was diagnosed with this form of arthrogryposis. Um, it was such an obscure disability, never fit into any of the um, quote-unquote name brand, I hate to say it that way, but the name brand um, disabilities like MDA or MD or, you know, where there's assistance. Unfortunately, I never really got much assistance as a child um, because I would never really in that quote-unquote pocket of a certain disability and I never really wasn't sure what I had. Besides just knowing I have a muscular dis uh, muscular joint disorder. Yeah, so, so, and then eventually you had another type of uh, diagnosis. You get yes. those labels, right? Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Continue on with the labels. So, um, when I, uh, so what, what really brought that about was um, with the disability, uh, with arthrogryposis, it's supposed to be, you're supposed to get progressively better. So, I've been in physically this physical uh, physical therapy throughout my life, you know, young child, um, and then you know, even growing up. I think the last time I've done therapy was about two years ago. So back, hey, hey. Yeah. did we break you? Is that what happened? Is that why you're not coming back? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, just life got busy. I got a job, and unfortunately, that was one of the things that kind of had to be put on the side plate. And then Corona hit. That was another thing. You're right. But we'll get out that, so that's a whole other subject. No, we want to go down that rabbit hole, because, but, but first, when we first started working together, <laughs> yes, when we first started working together, you know, that's how we, we became, you know, yeah. introduced, um, as well as, you know, you know him over there. And... I thought you you fit the bill more for SMA, and that's what many have said. Right. But I went in and did that test, and right, it was negative. Exactly. Ooh. Yeah, you're so just a mystery man. I I, I I swear I say I'm an alien sometimes. Not yeah. like I'm from another country or anything, but I'm from another planet. Or something <laughs> like you so, are. You're like a mystery baby with a beard kind of alien. You know. 
I know. Like, <laughs> okay. Mystery oh, okay. baby. <laughs> I love you. Don't worry about it. We all love you. <laughs> no, I just know it's just a weird way to put it. Uh, but yeah. Um, right. No, but yeah, I like. I don't know, and I probably could go for more testing. But my, my, to be honest, at my my thought at this point, yeah, maybe I go get testing. We could find out what's going on, and maybe, maybe there's something out there that can help me. Well, when we first talked about SMA, yeah, I remember you said. Yeah, I really don't care. Don't. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, again, that whole 33 years now, like, I've, I've, you kind of, after a while, you kind of get accustomed, you kind of get used to, I mean, yeah, I guess if something came around and it was like, ta-da, you can walk again or something like that, that would be great. But I guess my, my thing is I don't want to have to go through the testing and right. the poking and the prodding because I've had enough of that, like... Um, I've gone through 25 plus surgeries throughout my life, have had enough surgeries, enough needles, enough. So at this point, I like, if, if, if I have to continue to go through that to find out what that diagnosis is, at, to me at this point, it's not worth it. Right. But I could be wrong. Well, but in the, in, in context though, if that label really doesn't change who you are anyway. It right? doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. Uh, it, and the only way that it would benefit me is if there, for some reason, some way, there was a, a miracle pill, miracle drug, or some sort of therapeutic or something that would make it easier for me. Yeah. yeah. But I've yet to find that. And yes, I know there's more it, the, uh, with science and medical. It's always growing. And who knows? It could. It could be something in the future. And who knows? Maybe uh, it could be some other sort of disability that, or some form of SMA that has some weird quirk that doesn't pop up in some tests. Who knows? Yeah. We're finding weird, sh weird shit. No, you can, you can swear. Go That's right. Goal, I forgot. Man. I forget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can say shit. You know, yeah. 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 Like no. But so no. we find weird shit all the time. Yeah, and like you said though, but if you had the magic pill, if you had genetic therapy. Which is what they're rolling out, right? Yeah. I want to get that one guy on. I want to try to reach out to him. But yeah. anyway, um, and it could change you mm -hmm. and make you go from Rocky Castro to... to like Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa, <laughs> is that what you want to be? Yeah. Adrian. Yeah. I thought you could drink. Yeah, go ahead, okay. man. I thought you would rather have uh, look like Mario Lopez. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not picky. I just, you know... To get up and you know run and you know I'd like to go skateboarding. That's my uh, my my sport of choice was always skateboarding as a kid. I always loved watching X Games and stuff like that. So skateboarding, my, skateboarding. I was always a big X gamer. I loved skateboarding, snowboarding, BMXing. That's the first time you said that. I wish you would have told me that when we were in clinic because I would have figured out how to rig your ass to skateboard. Really? I've um, got two skateboards here at the house. We can do it tonight. I've got... Oh, God, uh, no, we're not. <laughs> the driveway is built on a slant. Yeah. We can rig a ramp, right? Yeah. So if you okay. don't see me again, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I am probably in a ditch somewhere. Where are they? No, I'm kidding. It would, be in, it would probably be in, in our ditch. Yeah, The neighbor's ditch. Yes, it's all good. No, <laughs> Somebody would eventually come back. Fine, we were good. No, <laughs> no but I do. I, I've always, um, and I like to watch, like, I like watching those, the guys who get in the ma the manual chairs and go on the hot pipes and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I thought that was awesome. I personally don't think I'd ever actually do that. Broken too many bones, I'm good. What are the hot pipes? I don't know. I don't half know. pipe. Oh, half pipe. Half okay. pipe, sorry. Half I don't pipe. think I've seen that. You've never seen a... I, I feel like I have, but yeah, I can't they'll go, they'll go, they'll strap them, they'll strap, I've seen people strap themselves into like those like, 
high speed manual chairs and then drop down into a half pipe and start doing tricks and stuff like that. I'm like, okay. Hey, listen, man, we're functional therapists all day long. You want me to strap you to a rocket? I'll strap you to a rocket. <laughs> rocket you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, no, I'm good. No, you're good. I'm good. Yeah, so the idea of like strapping yourself to like uh, the wheelchair and doing the half pipe, maybe. Cool. But, yeah, but a rocket, no. But you know, surgery, mm, yeah, maybe. Well, yeah, but, you know, no. Well, that's. I was wondering. You know, we haven't seen each other in quite some time. Um, your life did get pretty busy, though. I mean, it's got. You're a working man now. I am working. Well, I. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we hadn't talked for a while. I had went off for law school, um, still working on finishing that. Got about another year, year and a half of law school. Yeah, I need you to stick around my circle of friends because yes. uh, we need legal, legal protection. Yes. Legal, legal protection? Legal protection. Or <laughs> just, just advice? Just advice, there you advice. go. Legal advice. We don't want protection because then it sounds like legal. We don't want, don't know legal is going on. We're good. We're good. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like tax yeah. evasion versus tax avoidance. <laughs> yeah, basically. Either way, either way. We're looking it, for legal representation. Yeah, yeah. Okay, give me another year and a half, then I got to do the whole bar thing. You know, I'm not looking forward to well, that. Help. Speak about that, though, because you had lived with your parents, like, for the longest time, right? Before law school? Yeah. Well, uh, yes. You broke away. Yes. And you were independent. Yes. And you started partying. No, well, there was some partying. You know, <laughs> hanging out with the unsavory crowd. Me, never. Getting I'm a black angel. cat, all that kind of stuff. I'm an angel. I had, don't, how dare you blasphemy my name. Anybody that says they're an angel, you know they're doing something wrong. <laughs> talk, talk about it. Spill the beans. I mean, it was just a lot of fun. I mean... A law school is, it was a mixture of stress and a lot of fun. Um, we drank a lot. There's a whole lot of drinking <laughs> in law school. Um, Attorneys? Drinking? No. Come on. No. Who does that? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, personally, I don't know about everyone else, but we, we kind of had to turn, for me, I turned my studying into games half the time because like especially when it was something that I didn't have to study focus hard like when it's a, a topic that I'm I have, I'm screwed and I need to focus on we focus hard but like it was a fun topic like a basis because I'm stupid but like something basic like tort law or something for us sounds stupid for somebody else but tort law something you know you know a, a harm from one individual to another we would start making a drinking game out of it okay <laughs> yes we'd start reading through our books and if certain certain legal terms pop up take a shot or because I mean, we'd have to make it interesting after a while so we would we would do that and then what do we do after studying we'd have drinking parties and play card games that dealt with drinking the, 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 the funny thing is that that profession is not alone. If you, uh, I had a lot of friends in medical school, and I thought about medical school myself, mm -hmm. and it was the same thing. Yep. What better way to learn to have a trivia, trivia game where it's based on a drinking game as well? Yes. And then afterwards, you got to burn off some steam because you're kind of worn out from studying, so you go drink some more. You go drink some more. Or you smoke a little bit. You smoke a little and bit. And then you do a, you know, a banana IV is what they used to call it back in the day. What's a banana IV? You would set yourself up with an IV so uh -huh. you could like dump a bunch of electrolytes into your bloodstream, uh, help yourself recover from the hangover. So that way you're available the next day for studying or see. That's why we need to have some medical people to hang out with us lawyers because we don't got those banana IVs. You, you know, can't go wrong, right? But, but yeah, yeah that's it's a med school trick. It yeah. is. I mean, we don't, med we don't got, we don't have that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they tell us, okay, we'll go get some Pedialyte and stuff like that. Yeah. 
So well, that works well too. But I mean, think of, I think about that and like, there's a reason why they're probably separated because I could see oh, the the assistance from the legal profession and the assistance from the medical. Profession. Oh, that would be crazy! I, it would be a lot of fun. Though. It would be fun. <laughs> We'd never get any studying done. There would well, be no more attorneys or doctors, but it'd be a whole lot um, of fun. But I tell you, man, when you think about like you know women. There's nothing hotter than like a hot attorney with the glasses and her hair is pulled up. Yeah. On a long day, or a, a you know a physician with a lab coat with the glasses on. I don't know where I'm going here, but it's usually with glasses and the hair's up. So now we know what he likes. We we know what he likes. A professional woman. Yeah. They boss you around a little bit, and then you have I, a drink with them. I like the professional look. It's that that glasses where it's like you know you know that's a professional, but they got their freaky side too. Yeah. Well, it's all about, you know, if you've got the glasses, you really, you just want to see her take those glasses off. Oh. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's when you know she's relaxed. I like it. Party time. What about when they tilt those glasses down, you know? Well, let me ask you this. What is the craziest chick you've ever dated or hung out with? Uh, what yeah. profession? Because you dated some crazy chicks. Um, like certified crazy. I mean, I don't know that that many of the chicks I dated had professions. <laughs> I was going to say, they were more like jobs. Um, let's see. <laughs> they were professionally crazy. Professionally crazy. Yes. One was in, is in human resources with therapists and um, well, there you go. counseling, That's... but uh, I would say the craziest mm. chicks had no professions. That makes sense, um, though. Counseling. That makes sense because people usually do the job in which they tend to have the biggest issues with. Like, you know, people with eating disorders go into dietetics. Ah. Okay. People <laughs> people, <laughs> people who get injured a lot and, and see a physical therapist go to physical therapy. <laughs> <laughs> people who do illegal things tend to go to law school. What, what are you trying to say? Well, I'm not pointing any fingers yeah. at anybody, but... I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I remember we were talking about that whole angel thing. I'm yeah, an angel. Sure. Where's my freaking halo? Rocky, where's the uh, the craziest uh, chick you've uh, talked to dated? Okay. Dated? Like her no. career? There was, again, there's no career. It's like, like crazy, like, as far as, like, the profession. Like, what she she, she, wor she worked in sales. Like, she worked in, in sales. sales. So, yeah. Oh, she got around. Oh, like, uh, actually, yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah. All right. The the craziest chick I've ever dated was um let me think here. Cuz there's a few. Um a librarian. See, I, I was, actually dated a librarian. I was going to see that because you had that whole like that that professional but the glasses when you mentioned that I was like you're think you're thinking of a sexy librarian. Oh yeah. She was Ooh. yeah. She uh she worked at uh FSU at the time. And yeah. She was a little bad shit crazy, but it was a lot of fun. No, she didn't have the glasses though. That always bothered me. I like, I wanted her to wear the glasses. You're like, can you just wear fake glasses for me? Right, exactly. Yeah, it just hit me. The craziest girl. She was a she was a server. She worked in bar industry. Bar just hit you? industry. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. hit you. Like, like the without it. She craziest one, without a doubt. Yeah. Definitely, definitely was that one. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about you know more like longer term relationships. And this was maybe two months. And I'm like, oh, fuck, this bitch is crazy. <laughs> I'm out. I need to get out of here. Don't sit. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I gotta get out. <laughs> yeah. All right. Did you leave a tip? <laughs> I'm joking. Just a tip. I'm just a tip. Just a tip. <laughs> there <Yeah>. you go. <laughs> uh, shout out to, to Vince Vaughn there, right? Just a tip. Just a tip. <laughs> So, um, okay, so you're in law school, you're living it up, you're having fun, sounds like. Yes. And okay. then, um, what well, 
law school is fun, but it's very stressing. I did not. I had more hair before law school. Let's just oh, put it that yeah, way. Blame it on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would be talking. You and me both. I, I'm going to say, yeah. med school probably did the same crap yeah. to you. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I love, I, law school is great. It's just, it's, it's, uh, you have, a have to have a hide of your own to like, you have to have like tough skin and mm. it's a lot of stress, a lot of stress, a lot of work. So it was, there was a lot of good times, but there was a lot of hard times and that, that drinking came into it. Unfortunately, it was great for the fun times, but then when I needed something to help me sleep, that drinking came along and it became more of a crutch than it did a of a party thing. And for the longest time, it was drinking day, drinking night, drinking day, drinking night, going to class, drinking day, drinking night, you know. So it was bad. It, it gotten kind of bad on me. And, you know, and then for someone who had never done that in my life, it hit my body hard. Okay. Like, what I would age, never... How, what, age, what age did you start? What, for drinking? Yeah. Like, heavy drinking? Um, no, 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 no. Like, no. What, just drinking, drinking? Well, well, I never, I've never heard anybody say, well, I started drinking at this time, but it was light. I started heavy drinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when did you start drinking? I, drinking, I, I mean, I guess, 18, right. six, uh, 17, 18, okay. cruises and stuff like that, family... Yeah, you're a late bloomer. Well, I was just never, I was never a partier. My mm. thing is, my body's fucked up enough with my disability. I don't need to sh put more shit into me. <laughs> like, honestly, like, I, I, I don't want, like, I'd like to live my life. But, like, I do want to enjoy life, but I'd like to see a good long portion of that life. I see. So, my thing was, is like, I've dealt with enough shit in this body, surgeries, um, medical issues that to add that on top of it, I didn't know, and I've seen what it did to other people. So is that why you you went what for like a year and a half or two years for what law school? Law school, yeah. I did three. I I did three years three up years. here, but it was half. I did half time. Okay, and then I did summer classes because. Um, I started off full time. I, my first year, I was like, "Got this!" You know, you go in there, you're excited. You know, I got my, I did the LSAT. I'm doing good. I got into the school. I got the scholarship. Fuck yeah! I'm getting into law school. You know, excited. And you're halfway through the first year, and you're like, "Oh shit! What the fuck did I just do to myself?" Kind of thing. Because for real, I was like. It was just, it was a lot. You're like, because I did the full load. Full, tried to do like what I felt like everyone else. Every, every other able-bodied individual. And I know I can't, couldn't do that. With my disability, I needed the extra rest. I needed to be able to not only do that, I got to take care of all the other shit that mother, most other right. people don't have to deal with. And that's what most people don't realize. Yeah. Think about all that extra stuff, mm -hmm. all that extra time that you have to put into the day. Just to get yourself ready. ready. Yeah, to get yourself ready to go to bed. To, I mean, all that extra stuff. Mm -hmm. So you're like, I mean. I mean, I, I, had a, I, had, you ha I had to have a set schedule. Like, people will laugh and make me like, be like, oh, you're such, it could be such a square at times. But if I didn't have that set fucking schedule, I'm thrown off for the fucking yeah. day. Yeah. Like, I have, I have to get up, get dressed, brush my teeth, get myself something to eat. But yes, to everyone else, that's a. 10, 15 minutes thing. 
for me, that's a 30 to a half to an, uh, 30 minute to an hour set because I've got to get up, move my body, get into the chair, move my chair, get my clothes, take my clothes, find a way of getting it on my body, moving my chair, doing every, just step by step. But we, um, we were able to take that for granted, just move. To step from a take a from one step to another to um, transfer from one location into another location is taken so granted because it's your mind is so set to doing it. It's um, muscle memory half the time, right? You know, and a lot of it is now for me muscle memory, but it's an, an extreme muscle memory because I got to this. I got to take this step to go from here to here. To then do to this to this to get to what would have taken to someone else. I'm going to do this to this. And as long as it takes you to get ready in the morning, mm -hmm. it's it's not even nearly half as bad as it is other kids, oh, no. or other men and women who you know can't even get up. Oh no! Yeah, they've got to clear their lungs. They've got to you know get cleaned up. They've it's it's a process. It it, it is. They're being carried by other people. Others, yeah. So they got to rely on them to come and do it in a timely manner, and it takes time. It does. It puts on. Would you say, at most, maybe like anywhere from two to four hours in addition? Easily. Yeah. yeah Easily, it can. It just depends because you don't know what it's. And then it's again going to the variables of the day. What could happen in that day that right. I need to change up? my set, you know, because it sucks to have to say it there because I have to set my day, but I got to know that for the most part, I got to get here to here, mm -hmm. got to do this, got to do this, and then when you have an animal or a pet, then on top of that, well, I got to make sure I got to take care of their needs too. I want to make sure they're getting out. I got to feed him, you know, so in the morning for law school, a lot of times it was like, you know, from why I hate morning classes, not a morning person, but when you have to get up, you know, I can have to get up. Yeah. Um, so morning classes, a lot of times, is, you know, alarm goes off, ding, throw clothes on, throw food in, do, 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 get the dog out, get him his walk, get him food, then got to wait for your ride. Uh, that's another thing. You yeah. Just don't even get me on. Oh, so you, you waited for a transportation? Oh, yes. You weren't you were getting to your own car and driving yourself? Not up there. Up there, unfortunately, at this time, I, I did not have my license yet. I see. So while I was up there, I was relying on the transportation system up there, um, mm -hmm. and Again, reliable on certain days. Reliable, not so reliable on other days. Really, right. you're, you're relying on other people. Exactly. But if you were driving yourself, what people tend to like, they don't realize for an able-bodied individual, we can just grab the keys, jump yeah. in the car, and go. For you, it's you know you're locking the door, you're going down your ramp, you're getting into your vehicle, you got to. Kate, you gotta lock yourself in, yep. right? And then you gotta, you know, turn on the vehicle. You gotta upload the vehicle. You gotta mod. It's a computer. You're basically uploading, uploading, or uprooting a computer every time you turn. But you car. can drive. That's yes. cool. Yeah. Thing. Oh yeah. And technology is great, and I love it. And it is. It's great. But yeah, it's 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 a number of steps to get to it. But yeah. It's it's amazing what you can do nowadays. Yeah, so. I'm just waiting for you to become like half Terminator. Yeah, because it's coming. Yeah, we, I'm, we, I'm down. We have a, a patient in, uh, in occupational therapy who, um, you know, due to COVID, mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately lost a hand, and they uh, have a mechanical, uh, a computerized hand that's in sync with their nervous system, so they can actually move it. It's the coolest thing. Yeah. yeah. And eventually you are going to be, you know, the Puerto Rican Terminator. I'm down with that. 
That might zombie apocalypse. A zombie apocalypse come out. I'm I'm all down. That's right. Oh, I want to get to the zombies for a second because I know you love that. Um, but when you were a kid, <laughs> yes. and you were dealing with you know your disability, uh, and you're the older brother. Yes, I'm okay. the older brother. You're the, and, and there's two of you. Yes, me and my younger brother. Mm-hmm. And your parents are awesome. Yes, I love my parents. Yeah. I mean, um, to not only to put up with two boys, but to deal with a son with a disability. Um, shout out to all parents who have children with disabilities. Yeah, they are. They are. They are. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it's taking on the responsibility of another life, but another life that has so much more that they need to take care of and deal with. And you know, at at a certain point, most parents can say, "Okay, well, you're eighteen. You're eighteen now. Bye." Unfortunately, not with but your parents. Your parents aren't that way. Anyway. No, they're not. But but you know. It's not that's not something most can do with a disabled disability. But at the same time, you're pretty independent. Your parents have helped you become yes. an independent, autonomous individual. Mm-hmm. And I mean, your mom is a queen. Oh yeah. Your dad is a real life superhero. Well, yeah. I mean, he he worked. He my father worked four or five jobs when we were young, so that my mom could stay home. Yeah. With us, you know, he yeah. worked. His ass off just so that mom can stay home to take care of the kids. Well, I mean, so did she, because think about all the. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, but the, yeah, 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 yeah. Not to downplay that, that's right. just another role back at home. I mean, but to show that, yeah, dad played his role as the hero at work while mom played that super mom at home. Yeah. Because yeah. raising kids is hell in its own, but then to have. Children with a disability, it's it's another task. Well, when, you, when you were a kid, though, you walked a bit. I did. You did. You I were did. In the pool. I was. a lot. Uh, were you driving? I did the so pool. Cool. So, oh, I love the water. Yeah, water because it's it's so freeing. It's it's a, it gives you that sense of being able to move. Um, and I was I was I was mobile when I was young. I'm still mobile, but I'm a lot more mobile when you're young. You're small and you move a lot faster when you're small. Yeah. Um, but I did do walking. But my main transportation in the house is I rolled. Mm-hmm. I literally barrel rolled my whole body throughout the house. So I would take and lay down on the ground, and you'd see me like a little spin devil, speed devil, uh, spinning around like the Tasmanian devil. And then when you see a corner coming around the wall, I just stop real quick, hit the legs up, pop over the wall, and keep going. <laughs> I wonder. My son is kind of like that. He, um, you know, for people who, who are listening and they may not mm-hmm. know, my son has spinal muscular atrophy. And there's very similar characteristics that uh, Rocky and him share. And that's one of the reasons why we were curious about you with SMA. Yeah. And and as far as, you know, talking to the physician, which, by the way, the, the doctor that you dealt with was awesome. Right? Oh, he was a great doctor. And it's it's nothing. It was just, unfortunately, there's times where you just don't know. No, exactly. And, and, it, it, and it, it, was, it was awesome because he was able to break it down for me and explain yeah. to me and make me understand, you know, what may be going on in my body, and it could still be. It, it, who, who knows? Who knows? I'm going to actually ask him if I can interview him. I think he's a great yes. guy, and the guy is the guy is so intelligent. Yes, um, I'll talk to you about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at you like a think yeah. I know who you're talking about. He, yeah, pediatric neurologist. He's just great. I don't want to say his name yet until yeah. I talk to him. But um, Chase, you know, he 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 can swim all day and night. Yeah, loves the water. Now I'm wondering if he feels feels the same way you do, 
it's the freedom. freedom. It is. I, I can imagine. And I can imagine because it's it's the buoyancy in the water relieves that weight on the body. So it makes you sure. free for the movement. I am able to dance in the water. I am able to do cheesy karate moves, kung fu moves that yeah. every other kid wants can do in their living room, but I can do it in the water because yeah. my body's free in the water. And you can flip around. And, and you can flip around. I can swim. I can... It's probably great for your pulmonary system, too. You probably have learned and developed your pulmonary system so mm -hmm. well, which is probably an asset to you as far as seeing as well. Yes. Well, let's go into that in a second. But the thing that scares me as a parent with a child that has a disability mm -hmm. is that I see him when he's tired mm -hmm. or, you know, uh, just had a rough day. You know, he gets out of the ground, he wants to crawl. Yeah. Or he'll pick his legs up with his hands and that kind of stuff. That really scares me. He picks his legs up and moves them because, you know, his legs are the biggest part of his yeah. body. I'm so scared that he's going to lose that ability to walk. Yeah. He can walk, but he prefers to crawl. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times. And, you know, like you said, you know, that barrel roll. And, but at the same time, I mean, at least you guys are moving. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and you never want to give that up because, I mean, I still try to move my legs and getting in the water. And, I mean, with the physical therapy, you, you you had me walking and everything. It's just it's something that has to be so maintained, has yeah. to be constant, that it's, it's either you, unfortunately, you have a life. Right. Or you focus on. And I did that a lot when you were younger because life is so much freer when you're younger. You don't have the well, you didn't have all the obligations, obligations, yeah, responsibilities. Yeah. I could go to therapy and stuff mm -hmm. like that, and I love that. But yeah, definitely that was something that say keep going with him. But yeah, the the, the adaptations. I I um, well, he has no choice with me because I'm working with him. Of course, uh, yeah, and then that's yeah. and that's a benefit, a huge benefit for him. But but for for. People in, in, in our situation, mm -hmm. this is what really pisses me off about the healthcare is that, you know, when we're working with you, we got to think about resources yeah. and the frequency and the yeah. time, the duration. Mm -hmm. And really, what's in your best interest is that you had full access, not just some of the time, but all, all the time, time, that was able to help you and work with you yeah. throughout all of your endeavors yeah. at any point in time that was convenient to you. That would have been able to help you maintain or sustain your My ability to walk. Standing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's a shame that we don't do it. We don't take care of each other. We, we talk about how important that is, but we don't take care of each other. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a whole other style of subject. It's all almighty power. But what I was wanting to say really quick in regarding that whole the walking and the your fear, the, 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 those, those adaptations are going to be huge for him. Like, for me, like, I, I, I thank my parents for, yes, correcting me in ways but in also, I appreciate that that they let me learn. Because yeah. if you don't learn in your own way, you're not going to be able to do it. I can't do what you do in your way, but I can do it in my way. Yeah. So without those adaptations, it's going to be harder on him later on when his body's not as flexible, oh, yeah, as yeah, movable. Right. as get emotional a little bit, man. Be careful. Yeah. I, I, I am. It's, it's no, very, I understandable. It's it's because it's, it's it is because it's starting to hit me now. Yeah, like I'm starting to start feeling those things where like 
I don't have the grip strength that I used to have. I don't have the arm mobility that I used to have. And it's not like it's big things, but it's the little things that you start but noticing. Those are big things. Well, because for someone like me, yeah. They are. They're huge. And, yeah. you know, you know I, I mean, you're, you're, man, God bless your parents. God bless your brother. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. That's another subject. I mean. Having being a sibling for someone with a disability again, it comes with its bonuses and its hardships. Sure, I mean, it's a great, it's awesome to be able to go to any theme park and be like, "Hey, bro, let's get to the front of the line," because you get to go to the wheelchair. You know? Right. But I mean, I'm sure you know. But yeah, did your brother? Did he treat you? I mean, my son, my mm -hmm. two sons, my oldest is a he's a carrier, but he's not affected. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so the youngest is the one with SMA. There, he still treats him like a brother. Yeah. But what we have found is that he's very patient, mm -hmm. very tolerant. He he will care for his brother. The only reason I laugh is like my brother's got some patience. He's more protective. My brother's more sure. protective. But yeah, yeah go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. But at the same time, like um, it's it's I I don't know how to explain it. It's uh it's like uh they're aggressive with you, but they're still kind yes. of gentle. Yeah. And they understand, right? Yeah. No, well, yeah, well, because they've lived with it. But they don't treat you any different. That's the awesome part. Yeah. It is awesome. And if anything, what I see is, I see, um, well, I always tell the story. I think it's a, a, a funny little story. And you've heard it before. You know, Brandon will be standing there, Chase is, you know, standing there. Brandon will turn or walk by and I no. nudge him. Just a nudge. Yeah. And he falls on his butt. Chase falls right down his butt. Yeah. And he gets angry. You know, and Brand's like, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to do it. And he quickly runs away because he knows <laughs> what's about to happen. And Chase takes his 10 minutes to get up onto his feet. He's upset. He walks over there, or in his in his words, he yeah. runs over there as fast as he can just to push Brandon down the ground. Yeah. But Brandon is, you know, muscular and heavy, you know, and, and just an able-bodied individual. And what happens is Chase falls on his butt again. Yeah. And poor Brandon is just looking at him, just trying to say, I'm sorry. And Chase gets even more pissed off, you know? And and you feel for him, but at the same time, you can see them. And then Brandon will help him up. Yeah. Pick him up onto his feet and tell him how much how sorry he is. Yeah. Chase will eventually calm down. Next thing you know, they're like holding hands or hugging each other. Brothers. Yeah. It's brothers. It's I mean, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. It's awesome. I mean, that's it, it. Should be that way. It should not be any different. No, we're 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 people too. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. It's it's just you know we have the hardship. It's like someone having going uh, going from able body then having a bad accident, and then from that moment on, they're still a person. It's just they got to use a wheelchair to get around, or got to use a walker to get around, or right. or you know. But now now. With medicine, we have genetic therapy. Yes. We have genetic medicine mm -hmm. that might be able to save every kid mm -hmm. at this exactly. point. Exactly. Yeah. And we're not using it. And the ones that we are using it, we're pricing it so heavily that families can't afford it, even if they try to go bankrupt. Because yeah. I, I know my wife and I, we would gladly give every possession we could yeah. to give to give Chase a care. One of them. Well, that's the right? thing. That's the thing. But Most families do. But you can't. They do. They yeah. do it. And even still, they can't get access. Yeah. And that just irks the shit out of me that as a society, we can't help the most vulnerable because of greed. Like when, when the polio virus came out, yeah. okay, the guy that, came, that, that discovered the polio virus, he didn't patent it. He didn't put a patent on it. Why? 
because he said it belonged to the world. world. Everybody should have the polio virus. Yeah. When they came out with penicillin, they sold it for like a dollar. They sold it so everybody had access. Yeah. I mean, come on. Now, I might have those stories mixed up. It might be polio. And, and there is a, yeah, and there is a fine line when it comes to that. Yes, I know that people need to make the money, but... Yes, when when it comes to items that are necessary for life. Well, and that's the worst thing, is that these genetic therapies are not expensive. Really? Things like CRISPR mm. are not expensive. It's a bacterial, it's a bacterial DNA. Ah. And so it's it's actually cheap to replicate, because, you know, you just put it in a petri dish and you replicate the, the DNA of the bacteria, or the bacteria itself, and then you, you yeah. take the, the, the genetic, um, the gene, and you can implement it. Or genetically modified, modified. exactly, yeah. and you just infect somebody. It's not something that's that's costly. It's not something like but, uh, the mRNA vaccination for COVID. For COVID. But it's not like that. Yeah, but when you say something like that, gene therapy or whatever, to the normal everyday person, that sounds expensive as hell. And well, that's what they tell you. Exactly, exactly. But we will we will follow along. You say gene therapy. Oh shit! That's in the millions. It's not. It's but not. Exactly. But those, those, those corporations, the pharmaceutical companies mm -hmm. want you to think that it's expensive. And they don't. And here's the other thing. Pharmaceutical companies are subsidized through taxpayers. Mm -hmm. Taxpayers pay for the R&D that's done at universities or within pharmaceutical laboratories for pharmaceutical companies to pump out new medicines. So the people that need the medicine, they're paying twice or three times the for that medication. Yeah. Which is, and the problem is just lack of transparency. But but this is what upsets me, is that something that is so universally helpful to help our society, yeah. that is not expensive to make, is being treated like that, and is all, the access is only provided to those that have money. And that yeah. breaks my heart. And, and be, before Chase, I probably, probably, I, I cared, but... It's until it affects someone close to you. No, it's, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Well, no, I mean, it's double as hard, because getting to know you... And being a good friend with you, and seeing what you've gone through—I mean, it's, it's oh yeah. I mean, it's it's a constant fight. It's always a struggle, and but it makes you a stronger person. Yeah. Again, like they say, we don't kill you; it makes you stronger, and it's it's a true statement, you know. And that's one of the biggest reasons why I want to be an advocate. I've always strived to be an advocate, you know, just to open the eyes of others to just the basics. Hey. Mm, Talk to me normally. Yeah. Got questions? Ask. Well, don't assume. That's the thing I wanted to go to next. Is a, so you went away to law school. You were mobile yes. as a kid. You busted your ass to stay as mobile as you could. Yes. Oh, you know we got to talk. We got to share this if you don't mind. Go ahead. Because you have one of the wildest stories as far as that accident at church. Oh. Because not only are you already currently disabled and you've been made possibly misdiagnosed, right? I've been, I've, I've, I've yeah. broken plenty of bones, and yeah. I've, I've, yeah, yeah. So explain some, because a lot of the surgeries came as a result of this, and, and. No, not really, just no. one major one. That was just really one major oh, surgery. Okay. No, most of my surgeries, dude, most of my surgeries, I would have to say a good 15 plus of my surgeries happen under the age of maybe 18. Oh, wow. Now, are, do you remember the story? I know. About no, his father I and him? I remember the story. Oh, my. Because that was the original reason why I came into therapy, right? 
not with me. No, that's right. That wasn't because I didn't start with you originally. Right. I started with another physical therapist. Right. You were yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. They they uh so, yeah, they didn't like you, so they gave you to the worst therapist in the clinic. No, they liked me so <laughs> much. They're like, okay, well, we'll keep him around. Ray, this guy's kind of funny. We'll keep him to hang out with yeah. you. Yeah. So. No, like nobody wants to see me, so my only. My schedule was the only one that was open. Oh, but it's a so basically they did shut me with you. Damn, right. it's a wild story. I mean, <laughs> to tell it, it sounds like a book it, or a movie. It, it, it was a weird, weird okay. whole situation around it and all. So it happened back in 2012. Um, was just coming out of church, um, and um, it was an interesting day because I had this is prior to law school, and I had been going through some. Some things of life, just trying to figure out where I'm going and, you know, really trying to get into law school and trying to get that all going. And, and that morning I had went up for prayer, you know, for prayer at service. And I was like, Lord, you know, I'm really needing direction in my life right now. You know, I'm fighting for law school, trying to get in there, you know, and everything seems to be pushing against that. Where do you want me? You know, where, where am I going at this time, Lord? And so... After church, we're, we're leaving the service, and I had just recently gotten my new modified van. You know, it's, you know, with my ramp and everything set up for me. I get in there with my power chair and everything. Prior to this, I was never able to bring my power chair to church because I would have to go on a manual chair to go into a car in which I would climb into and then be able to get into a manual chair to get back into church. So I was just like one of the, you know, I think it was like maybe the second time we've taken it to church and I was able to get into the ramp and stuff like that. So we just had the van. I was excited about that. We're leaving the service and um, pulling up to the van and um, the car, the ramp's coming down and it's just me and my father. And all of a sudden we hear tires peeling out like out of nowhere, like in a parking lot. And we're thinking, okay. And I turn my head and there's a Buick. Big old Buick. We call them the boat cars of hell. <laughs> um, because it ran right back into us. It was, We were not in a car. We were pedestrians. And my dad was launched up into the air. He did uh, a couple flips up in the air. Um, this is what I was told because I didn't see it because I was being chucked through the air myself. Um, my power chair took the brunt force of the <clears throat> car. But they say that's what, what saved my life like a 350 pound wheelchair and at that time i was about 250 270 pounds so that was when you were at, at that was my heaviest yeah okay. and that's almost that's over 500 pounds that this car just launched, wow. launched. and your dad and my dad yeah and my yeah. dad and the on my power chair it was just wrecked i mean it was wrecked the one of the main frame bars was snapped. I mean, it, and it was just launched, so we were thrown out into a uh, um, retention pond. And there was water. Thank God I didn't. Uh, I did land face down, but it was not enough water that it would have drowned me. Um, so, so I am. Um, I'm on the ground. Uh, my dad uh, knocked out. My dad passed out. Um, and. I'm conscious, um, but we're, um, this is me remembering, I'll try to remember all this, but we're in the ground, and Dad wakes up, Dad's like, and I'm like, Dad, relax, we're in church, I know you just got hit by a car, but we're in church, and the pastors are walking out. Oh, isn't it even, though, oh, even better on top of that? 
Uh, the force of the car hitting me pulled my pants down. <laughs> no. I am laying in the freaking um, uh, retention pond in my boxers. Your my, oh. my Yes, my monkey boxers. Because that day I decided to wear monkey boxers. Curious, George. I'm not sure. I can't remember. But they were just monkey boxers. And I'm, and I'm thinking, at that time, I think I was a little bit more embarrassed than the fact that I was in my boxers and the fact that I just got hit by a car. Okay, I always thought when you told me the story that you were bare ass. No. So you say you don't oh hell no! I was not bare ass. Okay. I'm you're sorry. Just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was not bare ass. You're in your monkey shorts. I was in my monkey boxers. <laughs> but he wakes up. He he landed in the Superman pose. My dad landed in the Superman pose. So his arm, his femur. Not his, what's this up here? It's the which one? You're talking about the 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 trap. Is this the no, that's the humorous. humorous. Humorous? Okay. Yeah. Humorous was in a Z shape. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Lightning shape because it snapped going down. He had punctured ribs. Uh, oh. I mean, punctured lungs. Uh, broken ribs. I had, My elbow was jacked. I got all hit on my left side. My dad got all hit on the right side. My elbow was shattered. My hip, my, most of it was on the lower. My hip is completely shattered. I have like mm -hmm. pins and plates. I'm like cyborg as it is. And then my femur was broken. Mm -hmm. So I have a rod shot through my femur. Um, so, but they don't know how we didn't die because it was, it just kept going. And then the car got stuck in the freaking, the, the uh, retention pond because it just kept going. Oh, it kept going. The oh. car fucking kept going. Oh, man. Was this somebody that was at your church? An elderly gentleman who just shouldn't have been driving, unfortunately. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, and it, it, we were just surprised to be alive. I mean, it, it was more of a story than it was just, you know, just everything that happened. It was kind of like, wow. I mean, one of the stories, one of the jokes I cracked was as, um, the whole thing, I was like, I went up for prayer, and I was like, at the end, when mom and dad are awake, or when dad's awake, and mom's not freaking out. Oh, well, that's a whole other thing. Mom was walking with us. My mother at the time was walking with us, and we were making fun of her because she had heels on, so she's walking slow oh. behind us. It yeah. saved her life. It helped her. Yeah. If not, she would have been hit, too. In fact, the force of the car going by her was so fast that it ripped her dress. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and then wow. she, then to see this, she thinks her husband's dead, and then her her son, her handicapped son's in the on the ground, facing the water with monkey boxers. With monkey boxers. Yes, Ray, we want the monkey boxers. Just have to say it out loud. I know. That's all. You know, it's kind of coincidental that you said he's in the Superman position. Yeah. I said he's a real life superhero. He is a real life. He superhero. is. He landed in the Superman position. Can I, can I tell people what your dad did? Oh yeah. He's a firefighter. Firefighter. EMT firefighter. For my kids, he's a real life superhero. Yeah. And he lands in the Superman pose. And what am I wearing today? Superman! How coincidental is that? Right. And we got Spider-Man over there. Yeah. Alright. So, but... Spider-Man would kick your ass, by the way. <laughs> he, yeah, he would. This guy's in a different uh, comic universe. Right. It is, yeah. So, but she had just watched her husband. She thinks he's uh, dead. So, but the thing was that I cracked this joke. I was like... So this is not the direction I was talking about, Lord. I didn't want to get hit by a car. <laughs> I mean, I have to pull a joke. You got it. At that yeah. moment, you know. And then I'm like, I moved. I moved my hip. And I was like, oh, yeah. It's broken. Oh. I feel it grinding in there. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so, as far as, you know, you, 
you have a, a, a great amount of faith. You're a religious individual. Um, Christian. Yes, sir. Did you ever come at that point to like, did you struggle with your faith? Did you struggle with your religion? Or, because from your perspective, it sounds like, you know, that just strengthened your relationship with the Lord. I mean, uh, yes, completely. I mean, how else am I supposed to be here? Like, if I, I did not get deep delve, but I'm, that's, it's my life. I mean, I should not be here. I've had so many times where I should have been dead. Yeah. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have, according to the medical profession, um, I shouldn't have lived two past two weeks from my oh, birth. That's right. Yeah. I, oh, we forgot to talk about that. We yeah. diagnosed you. Yeah. They didn't give you very long to live. Yeah, all, right? Which, think about your parents. I mean, yeah. Well, that was, uh, that's, that was really, my father told me that was really one of the really the things that brought him to the Lord was it, he was so broken. I mean, okay. the, my test, his uh, part of my testimony is the day that I was born, um, the nurse who brought me out to my father, um, he brought me out. I was in a bunch of rags, and he said, the guy goes to my father, would you like to see your son? And the guy goes, my dad goes, yeah, yeah. And he goes, here. And my dad's like, where? And it was wow. I, the rags, I was so small. I was right. tiny. I was a tiny little baby. One to, oh, I'm skinny now. I used to be a fat mother. He fell in love with you instantly. Oh, yeah. It was just yeah. the, oh, it was not that. It was just the, the thing was, it's just like, wow. No, 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 no. I'll tell you right now. Yeah. As a father. Yeah. And I never, I, I told you this before, I never wanted children. Yeah. Okay, sorry, kids. <laughs> He's, he loves you. He really does. I, I never realized, I never wanted to get married. I mm -hmm. never wanted to have children. I wanted to Charlie Sheen it up. You know, this is when Charlie Sheen was cool. Yeah, nah. Before HIV. Um, so, you know, I rethought that, but, um, you know, when I had my first son, Brandon, I never understood what love at first sight was. Yeah. And so your dad fell in love with you instantly. Yeah. As soon as, yeah. Yeah. I knew that protect, it was that protective kind of like, he, this is my son and I don't care what's going on. Right. I'm going to care for him. But you know what's even cooler? Mm -hmm. You know, you saved your father's life. You did obviously think about that. For I mean, a second. You I brought be. him to your God. You saved him. I, I don't want to put it that way. It could, it could have been that, and it could have been another number of things. No, 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 no. Your God used you as a shining light. Think about that. I mean, it could be to save your father. That's beautiful. It, it That's could beautiful. be, and I, and, I, and I praise my God for that. God. <laughs> God, for God to do that, to use me, my testimony, my life, my struggle, my hardship, in that way to touch anyone's life. And that's, many, when you ask that question, the whole, have you ever had that hard time where you're like, why? Yeah, of course, everyone's going to have that why yeah. time. But my thing is, what did I take from that why time? Yeah. Yeah, I'm physically disabled. Yes. Now, was your There's, mother, what? Wait, was your mother always saved? Before. For most of her life, for most of what I've known, yes. So just think about it from your like parents' perspective. Your mother is, you know, yeah. trying to bring your dad to the Lord. Yeah. And it takes you. you uh -huh. And think about you from a perspective. I, I, this is all I'm thinking. Uh-huh. Um, you know, when you talk about the Christian religion and being a shining light, mm -hmm. right? You know, you think about, you know, candles and light. Uh, light into the darkness type of thing. That's what you are. That's why you, you talk about being an advocate. 
Think about that. And that's the beauty in you, Rocky, is that you, you are a shine. You're a great guy. You're awesome. You're an awesome guy. And, and I love you to death. You are a, a light in this world. You bring so much positivity. You have so you have such talent. You have great talent. Thank you. And you share it and you really brighten up everybody. From working with you and being your friend. Well, thank you, you. Always lighten up the room. Well, don't thank me. Thank well, I, I, I appreciate. No, I thank you for the words. Well, I appreciate the kind words. But you I do. Mean. You come in, and the whole room lights up. Well, but, but to me, that's just me. That's that thing. It's like oh, I, I don't appreciate. Get I mean, no, I'm no. We're dance. Thank you. Just mean dance. Thank you. Just mean dance. No, I'm no, just no. saying. What I'm meaning is just that's my personality. It's I'm not doing anything. In particular, that's just that. That's who I am. That's how I am. But that's what makes it even better. Is wow. Because you don't have to do anything. Wow. I mean, it's just who you are. I mean, I, the thing is, is like, yes, I could sit and focus on the negative. And yeah, I do that alone. But why do I want to go and do that in front of other people? That's right. And that's a good point. Because when we first discovered that my son uh, was disabled. Oh, let me check here. What's up? Oh, I got to fix this. <laughs> Sorry, technical difficulties. So, when my son was, when we first discovered that my son had a disability, mm -hmm. you know, my wife broke down. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want to do. Break down. But you come to a point where you say to yourself, what do you do? Where do you go? Do you just give in and just pity yourself and pity your kid? And also, what kind of example are you setting for your kid? Yeah. And is your kid going to do that? Probably at some point in his life he will, right? Yeah. You know. This. Yeah. But you have to move forward. You have to find the positive. Yeah. You have to find what you can do. And then just go and fucking do it. Live your life. Do it. Yeah. And enjoy it, right? So I mean, we get one life. You get this life here, then wherever you believe you're going to, but I believe I've gone to a heaven, and, but you have this life, live it as you're going to live it. I'm living it. You gotta live it. Yeah. So, I mean, and I thank my parents for having that positive. Yes, we had hardships, but if they didn't push me, I wouldn't have pushed myself. Yeah, that's and a good it's, point. And I needed that, ad, uh, my, to be the advocate I am today, I needed that advocate when I was younger. My parents, my mom, my dad, my, my brother, my family, those in my life that, were my biggest influences. Those were my advocates. And you so know. you took a sabbatical from uh, law school. Yes. That you're still Hell, for health reasons and a lot of things. Right. Yeah. And, you know, for a little while you weren't working. Now you're working. Yes. What are you doing? I, well, due to COVID, I work from home. But, yeah, I work from home. I work for a, uh, uh, for a call center. It's a, uh, a, a junking company. Uh -huh. And we do uh, a call junk king. And we uh, do... Like furniture removal, all kinds of stuff. It's a what they call a junking company, and I work on the uh, call center. And so I set up appointments, um, set up uh, when people want to uh, have their items removed. So it's it's a really great job to work from home. Get to sit on a phone and take calls from um, individuals and help people get rid of their items. And it's something that I can do and be able to be. Productive. No, that's awesome. I love it. I love it. And it's been a blessing in my life. Great company. Mm. Great people. Great, um, just, just a good, though that we're not in the same states, we still have a family environment because we do the Zoom meetings and stuff like that. So it's always great. And it's a good community to have when, you know, everyone's still feeling 
alone because of COVID, mm -hmm. you still have that community. So it's great, great to be able to work. Now, do you plan on going back to law school? Yes. Okay. Now I am. I'm already back in the process of getting, um, uh, transferring credits and all that fun, fun stuff. But yeah, <laughs> I am. I, I need to finish. I, I'm determined to get this done. There's no, there's no point in putting myself through that much of torture to not get it all the way done. And so what do you want to do with it? Uh, my main goal is to be a disability advocate, ADA law. Um, where? Not sure yet, but I have a heart for disabilities. I've always have been. I've always had to fight with it. So, and I know that not everyone has. My, my thing, and this uh, I guess will be my slogan or my whatever until the day ends, day I'm gone, is I've always had that advocate, but not everyone has an advocate. Right. So I want to be to be able to be that one advocate for those who don't have. Not everyone has a mother like I have. Not everyone has a father or a family like I have. Some have to do it on their own. I personally am fucking frightened at the thought of having to do what I did, everything I've dealt with in my life, to do it alone. Oh yeah, yeah. That's it's it's a terrifying thought to be because as as in, as independent I want to be. Mm -hmm. An individual with a disability will almost always be reliant on someone else. And that's going to make you a better advocate. And humans just, you know, let's just say this. It doesn't matter if you're able-bodied or if you're disabled. Humans cannot do anything alone. No. We COVID, are meant to work with each other. Right. I think COVID showed that pretty clearly. We need people. We need to socialize. We need to live with one another yeah. to, to have a fruitful life. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's um, it. I mean, I, 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 I wasn't thinking about that at the time, but. Um, you were thinking about that hot librarian chick <laughs> glasses. Yeah. Right? You got it. That you got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But <clears throat> yeah, I think that's going to make you a better advocate because you're going to, you're going to be able to not only advocate for them, but actually be able to like express what they may be going through or what mm -hmm. they might eventually go through. Yeah, or, or what or they're feeling, that. what they're thinking, what's going on, you know. Can't, you can't advocate for someone if you haven't lived in their shoes. You can't okay. help someone if you don't know what they're going through. Okay. All right. I like it. That's a great idea. Are you going to go off on your own as an advocate? Like eventually, yes. I don't think it'll be something I would start off on my own. Where I want to start, who knows. You know, I've, I've been part of organizations like Able Trust and... Um, I've been um, had people help me from disabilities rights, so I know people in different areas that maybe I can connect with. I just don't who who where the future holds and what may happen. But I know where my heart lies. Where I want to do is definitely disability advocacy. Okay, um, where that may be hold, where that may hold, and where it may where it happens, and who don't know. But all right, that's good. Yeah. So, you know what we also need to talk about with that. Is that sweet loving voice of yours? Yeah, yeah. That very, that very white voice. <laughs> don't don't do it to me, man. I'm married. I uh, no doubt. I'm your guy. I'm not to do. Well, I just sound like you're coming off at me like that. Yeah. Well, you were over here talking about my sultry voice, bro. So it's a little bit. Well, yeah, it, 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 you know, well, yeah. I'm gonna be inclusive of everybody here. Oh yeah. But um. <laughs> oh no, we're in trouble now. <laughs> All right, as fantastic as you may want to be. No, I'm joking. Listen, you have a great voice. Are you going to do anything with that as far as musical? 
I sing uh, so uh, I sing every night on karaoke nights. Uh, not every night, every uh, every Thursday nights. I I love music, and if I got discovered or if something happens, like yeah, I like it. My thing is, is it's it's a career that you need to really push into, and that's not what I, I don't I don't want to take something I love and make it something I hate. Are you still singing in church? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm always whenever whenever I'm able to get on the stage to sing in the church, I sing. Whenever you know, I I love singing. Music is. You want to know why half the times I'm happy? Music. Is that what it is? I've I've always been a singer, and um, when I'm bored, I'll start singing to myself. Well, my own that. personal radio. Yeah, I'll just be in the waiting room, just exactly. like singing it up. And but I do that all the time. Yeah, and um, and people love that. Some. No. No. Oh, I have stories. Do they? Oh, yeah. I've got some great funny stories. Some old crockety man. Yes! Crockety. 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 Yeah. So you get, you get those where, like, even, I mean, I, I, I'm not the one to boast, but if I, if for those, everyone says I sing fine. I sing good. I preach you. But you still get those who you're like, what do they say? Well, I, there was this one story I, I, I would like to share when people say, oh, you sing so great. Everyone must love your singing. And I'm like, let me burst your bubble. <laughs> so I was on a cruise and um, we had gone off on port and it was one location that had steps. So I couldn't get up the steps. I'm sitting down waiting for my parents to do what they're doing. They're enjoying themselves. So what I'm doing, I'm entertaining myself. I'm fucking singing. I'm singing. I'm flying me to the moon. Let me play amongst the stars. So I'm just sitting there enjoying myself. And I'm, I'm going through a bunch of different songs. And this old couple comes up and walks next to me. I didn't roll up next to them. I didn't get in their space. I didn't get in their location. I'm still sitting there singing and entertaining myself. Not singing loud enough for anyone else. And maybe I was. I am a loud person. But if you don't like you it, are. walk away. You're Puerto Rican. I am Puerto Rican. Deal with it. Your whole family's out. Just, just one second. It's like watch, my wife. Watch it. Now you're talking about talking about Puerto Ricans. My, my whole family. Now, now you're watching it. My, my <laughs> wife's family is very loud. They just yeah. talk over each other, over each other. Yeah. And they don't even know how loud. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a whole other story. Let me finish this one. So, um, so I'm just sitting there, and they decide to walk off, and the crotchety old lady just looks at me like, do you ever shut up? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I wanted to be like, have a great day. But I'm like, you walked up to me. I'm sitting here enjoying myself. I'm sorry. Walk away. You should have told her to turn her hearing aid down. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah mama, mama taught us right. Mama would beat my butt if I said something like that. Oh really? Oh yeah. <laughs> Mama don't play Puerto Rican. We were just talking about the Puerto Rican. Yeah, remember? That's true. Yeah, that's true. La ley, <laughs> the law. Yeah. So all right. Well, I'm glad that you gave us a taste. I was gonna actually. Oh, you'll get more. There'll be more. Throw a little bit of a verse in there. So. Oh, there'll be more if you want. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm never. I'm never shy at singing. No, I know. <laughs> right. But it's a great voice, and that's where most Thank people you. really enjoy. We appreciate you know, your optimism and your voice. And then I love to share that, like. If you want to hear it, you want to listen, go for it. Like, I'm going to be singing no matter what. You like it, you like it, you don't like it, you don't like it. But to share that that talent with people is great. Because on top of that, most people don't know. I don't hear. I have horrible hearing. What? I have horrible hearing. I've had, I've literally had a hole in my eardrum. 
How do you... Okay, we just had a whole conversation on yep. one of our other podcasts. You heard it. Where I can't hear music at all. I can't hear music at all. You're telling me you can't hear either. Well, I can. I, I have horrible hearing. I have bad hearing. I, there's a difference between being tone deaf and, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and not being able to hear. Is that what you call? I, 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 no, no, I'm just. I'm just going off what what you just said. But I can't hear music. But you can hear this. I, I can. But it's it's. But as you hear, I talk really loud. Mm. That's because to me, I sound really soft right now. Mm, mm, yes. I'm always loud because I have horrible hearing. I've had tubes in my ears. I've literally had a hole in my eardrum where they grab skinned and fixed it. Um, I've had hearing issues throughout my life. On top of that, I've had lung issues. Oh, I've had yeah. I've had a nebulizer when I was young. Mm-hmm. I've had breathing issues. I've been in breathing machines when I was young. But that's why seeing is so beneficial for you. Uh, hey, my, exactly. my son Chase can't sing a lick, but he is the loudest little kid I've ever heard in my life. Let him do it. And my exactly, my wife and I are like, oh my goodness, he doesn't shut up. Yep. He talks all the time. But it's so good for his lungs. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. No pulmonary problems whatsoever. Nope. And that's what we have to remind ourselves. Hey, he's in a position where other kids with the same condition yep. struggle with their lungs. And he's not struggling solely. Ah, okay, let him yeah. yell. Yeah, let him yell. Yeah, I mean, you think my parents enjoyed me singing 24 oh. hours a day? No. But the problem is, he wants to get drums, real drums. See, but that's not focusing on the voice. At that point, mm-hmm. you could say no. No, he wants to be able to sing and yell oh, well, with the no. drums. No. And let's focus on all four extremities, though. There you go. Yeah. That is true, Dad. Okay. There you go. I, I think you should just come over here and play this drum set. These anytime you want them to. Oh, yeah? Oh, anytime? Yeah. You're going to jam with them? On the, yeah, let's the do it. Guitar? Yeah. Let's do it. Slap the bass. Slap it a bit. Slap it a bit. Slap it a bit. Let them bang away. Can I do the maracas? You'd have to bring your own maracas. Oh, shit. I don't even know where you find them. All right. Music store? Morocco. Maracas. Maracas. On eBay. You're just trying to give me a leave the country. And you know I don't have a COVID passport. I won't get back. You smuggle. Smuggle them back. Here we go. Smuggle them back. That's a long handle. Where are we putting that thing? (laughs) I'm going to leave that one alone. No, you just, whatever you want to do with that long handle, you do what I you do, bro. Like him, you gotta worry about. I'm just gonna oh, shit. <laughs> ah, damn. I'll just make make sure I wear my monkey boxers. That's all. <laughs> no, I, the whole time, every time I heard you tell that story, it's always like you thought know, it was Nick. I'm wondering if you just wanted me to be bare ass. No, man. you just made it sound like that. That's all. I was like, uh, oh man, you know. Of all things, you know, you, you have a disability, you get hit by a damn car, you're in the middle of a retention pond, and your pants are off. You know, that still just, sucks to be in your boxers. I'm sure. Very fucking embarrassing. I'm sure. I'm sure. Hi, I'm, <laughs> I'm just getting hit by a car, and I'm sitting near my boxers. Well, and what's, what's amazing about that is your dad, you know, punctured lung, broken yep. ribs, his, his humerus is broken. And he manages to wake up and start yelling. <laughs> oh, yeah! About the car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and it doesn't stop. It get, and then, oh, and then on top of that, we're in the, we're in the ambulance. And they couldn't get us two ambulance, so they shove us both in one ambulance. 
And I'm trying to calm him down because we all know with pain, the more you stress, the more you tense up your muscles. You're like, so I'm just like trying to get him to relax. And I'm like, okay. So I start seeing amazing grace. Starts crying. No. Yeah. Yeah. And we got to relax, though. Yeah, and he's a tough guy. He is. He's a really. He's a but it, I mean, imagine you're just—you've just got hit by a car. Yeah. You're thinking you, you could have died, and now your son, your handicapped son's over there singing "Amazing Grace." But that's my question. Of all songs, you're yeah, singing "Amazing Grace." I, I, it was just what popped in. It, it's just one of the most common songs played at funerals. That's all I'm asking. Oh. Wow. <laughs> no. I was thinking more of a, like, Amazing Grace, we're freaking still alive. Okay. You know? I'm just wondering the choice. I'm like, God, mm -hmm. right? They got a positive side. That's why we love you, man. Right. So, no, but it was, yeah, it was just, there's moments where you need to focus on something else. I was like, just focus on something else, damn it. <laughs> So you're your dad down. That's awesome. Yeah, but yeah. All right. So right now you're you're working full time, right? Yeah, so, full yeah, time from home, which is awesome. Yes, I love working from home. Yeah, yeah. And you're you're planning. When do you plan to go to law school again? I'm just waiting to see where I get into. I'm have to reapply. So you're not gonna go to law no. school. Are that's that's yeah. I won't get into that. That yeah. I won't get into. Is it gonna be more local? Uh, no. I'm actually looking online. Are you? Yeah. There are a lot of schools are now opening online. And do you plan on staying around this area, or do you plan on leaving? I don't know. I'm saying, I'm saying what what the world has for me at this right. point regarding. I'd like to stay here, but I'm I'm most likely going to be where my family goes. You find a cute girl, you just go anywhere. That too. Yeah. Single, by the way. Just yeah. saying. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. Well, remember, you can't be a teddy bear. Why? Because you know. Girls want what they can't have. We yeah, talked well, about this. I understand that. Well, yeah. but that's just who I am. So you're gonna have to either love me for who I am, no. and or you can get a douchebag. Go deal with the douchebags. The, the douchebags are the ones that get. They can have them. They get the money. They can have them. I'm not gonna be a douchebag. Sorry. Yeah. Well. Not not me. I tried. I'm can't. Just saying, I'm, just, I'm just saying. Don't you agree? For the most part, people want what they can't have. Oh yes. They do. And, Absolutely. And, and women like you. You're a sweetheart. You're a teddy bear. They go. Oh. He's too nice. He's a sweetie pie. He's like my brother. Yeah. And then they look at the asshole over there, like with the Kevin Feather line, with his yeah. monkey shirt. <laughs> the monkey shirt. The monkey shirt. The muscle shirt, you know. So I have the monkey boxers and he has the monkey shirt. What are you trying to say, huh? <laughs> but I'm just wins. saying. Apparently, play hard monkey, monkey shirt. Play hard to get. Play hard to Tell that tell that librarian chick that's yeah. that she's dumb. Yeah. And she dumb? will be all over. Oh apparently. I don't understand that. I don't understand that with people. Let me let me bring you down. Let me tear you down to the smallest portion that I can do, and then you're gonna freaking like me. That's right. That's I how Sam gets on that. Ninja, what, I, don't remember, I don't remember who it was, but somebody had a theory, okay. and I kind of liked it. I want to know it. My so, home. think back, or go back to way back, you know, kindergarten, oh, first grade, kind of or whatever, yeah. probably kindergarten. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Little girl comes home. Mommy. Mommy. The boys are picking on me. They like you, Susie. <laughs> oh, they do. Why do they have to say? What do you mean? They like me. Well, they're picking on you because they like you. So they're they're treating you badly because they like you. So I gotta treat. Okay, I'm gonna just start so treating the girl, the girl like mad. They, they were they learned that from a young age. Yeah. And then so then they naturally grow up and mm -hmm. get into the guys that are assholes. And the boys that are sweet to little Susie, 
Mom's like, oh, he's such a sweet yeah. friend. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's how it was for me. I won't lie. I was the good guy, good friend. Yeah. It's gonna happen. You gotta be a little bit of a devil. Apparently, God, you know, steal you... a car, take him for a joyride. <laughs> they will date you in a heartbeat, man. They'll be all over. You couldn't. You can't get along. a car. Yeah. Just a recommendation. That's all. Well, he is the only one married at the table. That's so true. That's true. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you. I tell you, man. I have. When I'm trying to get, you know, my wife, you yeah. know, in the mood. Yeah. And I mop the floor, I wash the dishes, I vacuum, do the laundry, nothing. Hey, honey, you're beautiful. You heard me tell the story. Mm-hmm. I'm telling my wife every day, she's beautiful. Man, you're beautiful. She kind of ignores me, whatever, blah, blah, blah. My son comes in, he just goes, Mommy, I agree. And she goes, Oh. Oh my god, that is the sweetest. Well, that's coming from her son. But he doesn't even know what I said. <laughs> I could have said, he's that ball in exactly. the forehead. Exactly. It's so much more adorable, but coming from a little child. Yeah, he takes the credit. He just steals the fucking credit from me. And, and my wife doesn't care. I had a dog all throughout college, and he did the same thing. Well, hold on. Let me, let me finish. Oh, good, sorry. So I get flowers, I get uh-huh. chocolate. You know, I want to take I take her out on a date. I'm like, obviously, I take her out on a date. I'm going to get laid. Nope. No. But the moment I ignore her, the moment I'm not paying attention to her, the moment I'm doing something else or whatnot, she's like, how come you're not giving me any attention? She's like, are you mad at me? Is there something I did wrong? And all of a sudden, it's a good night. It's a great night. Cool. And I can't, I've talked yeah. to her, I've approached her about this. Yeah. I've talked to her about this. She goes, no, no, no. I've done this like four or five times. And I'm telling you, every time I ignore her, it works like a That's trauma. so frustrating. It's awful. It's awful, but every time I do the sweet thing, it's like, oh, thanks, honey. That's it. Mm-hmm. And then she puts on those pajama pants, she seals them tight with those strings, and then I know I'm done for the night. That is, I, I just, it just doesn't, I make, it doesn't make any freaking sense. It doesn't, and, and this and they, is they, they complain about, like, wanting romance, and... Yeah. And... I know love language. It's always, all I hear is this love language crap. Men are from Mars, women are Venus. You just yeah. don't understand. You just treat them like crap, you ignore the hell out of Apparently. them, and all of a sudden they want your attention. I guess so. And they're willing to do anything for attention. And when I say anything, anything. anything. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's why that librarian. Oh, yeah? It's so dirty. <laughs> I better shut up. Yeah, you might get yourself in trouble. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, my kids might hear this one. Yeah. Um, Daddy, will we go into the library? <laughs> <laughs> they start punching the librarian because the librarian learned at a young age. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, that's horrible. That's a legit theory, oh, by gosh. the way, and it should be published in scientific magazines. Right? I mean, it should be studied and looked at because I think it holds water. We all knew what I was talking about. Oh, oh Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, you didn't even have to finish. You all, because it, it makes sense, but it's just so, in in what everyone says, it's such a ass backwards thought mm-hmm. for us to, for, because we, with society, we take romance as love and, you know, flowers and fire, this and this and this and all this and this. But it, the, from what he's saying, it's just the opposite. But it's true. Everybody that's listening to this, the men are like, mm-hmm, yeah, I, I just hate it. And the I women are like, yeah, yeah, he's right. You know, they're going to kind of like, oh, yeah, well, fine, women, here we come. Assholes! <laughs> Assholes! That's, that's right. That's Apparently, right. I mean, you wanted it. You asked for it. Yeah, exactly. Women like dicks and assholes. 
Yeah. Right? Apparently. Yeah. Dicks and assholes. Dicks it's and hard asshole. to argue that it's hard to argue otherwise. Yeah, that's true. If, if it works, I guess it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean if it's how hard it's, it's, it just fucking blows my mind. I mean I could I could read literature and like law yeah, theology and shit like that, but you, this throws my mind. You cannot recite them poetry in Spanish. It's not gonna work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Listen, you just you know, don't you know you're being sweet. You're trying real hard. Yeah, you don't care a shit about that. That's off. Next. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're just, they're just put your dick in a mason jar and, you know, you're a friend. Okay? I, I think there's a comedian that talks about really? that too, right? I can't remember. But anyway, point is, yeah. be a dick or an asshole. Apparently. Okay? And then you'll get fucked. That's Thank kind of, you! That's, kind of, no. that's advice for everybody. Be a dick or an asshole. And you'll eventually get fucked. Knowledge is power. <laughs> What's that old saying? You know, uh, knowing is half the battle. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh. All right, man. Well, I think we're good for tonight. I'm, we're definitely gonna have you come back. Oh heck yeah. We need to talk more. We got a lot of other stuff to go into. We haven't even hit half of Minecraft. I know. That's a lot. It's a truck financial. It's great. It's about a, a about a uh, what was it, a Buick full? Not boat a car full? A Buick. Oh, well, I'm just so glad you came on, man, because uh, you know you're a, you're a special guy. We, you, you know you have a special place in our hearts of hearts. But um, it's great to have you on. So thank you very much. I of course, it. I enjoy it anytime. No, Appreciate it. Cool. All right, we're out. Oh yeah. <laughs> Don't forget. Psych. Is psych still a word? Oh man. That's no. an old one. That's from the 90s. No. JK. I don't think JK. JK. Yeah. Gotcha. JK. JK. Yeah. It's all a lot of abbreviations now. Just yeah. Joshin. No, no abbreviations. Joshin. I don't know. That's laugh my fucking ass. I don't know. I'm, I'm old. So anyway, yeah, I'm glad that you remind every time you have to remind me. It's, it's yeah. pathetic. Yeah. Um, okay, so basically, there's a couple things. Oh, we want to remind everybody that, you know, if you're looking to donate to our Patreon account or if you're looking to donate um, to us at all to help us keep uh, keep this podcast alive and keep it going so we can have more interesting guests like Rocky here or be able to help the uh, societies that we support, we plan to donate 25% of our proceeds to uh, Cystic Fibrosis. Association, the Muscular Dystrophy Association, and the Spinal Muscular Association uh, as well. And so just go to the link at the bottom of your of the podcast page and or the YouTube page, and uh, you can click that and donate it at your will. The other thing we want to do is we want to say thank you. We're paying homage for the full year that we're on, if we stay on that long. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, we're going to say thank you to Joe Rogan for serving as an inspiration to us. Uh, we want to say thank you to Adam Meekins, Greg Lehman, Sean Carroll, and Sam Harris. Those guys have uh, inspired us to start this. This was uh, three years in the making. We would love to talk to them eventually and share uh, some of our thoughts and our ideas, especially when it comes to nutrition and physical medicine for health, uh, which we will expand upon that a little bit more as we go. But thank you very much, gentlemen. We appreciate everything you've done and the inspiration that you've given us. And uh, again, if you're looking to help help out, you know, the men and women who uh, suffer from cystic fibrosis, SMA, or MDA, please just go ahead and click that uh, Patreon account and donate. Thank you. We're good. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Good night.